Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the scope. And now, here are your hosts, Jared, Adam, and Shane. Hello, everybody. Episode 312 of your scope program. Whoa, whoa. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Man, Ron oh man. Boogie Monster mm. Gerber. Will not be here tonight. <laughs> oh. But Bummer. nice, nice try. He would have he would have classed this joint up. Obviously. Now it's just Jared and Adam and myself, Shane, bringing you one of the best and longest running podcasts in all of podcasting history i challenge you to find that too many more podcasts that have been around and has been as consistent as this one i challenge you you're probably not going to find it you can challenge him on the best part but you how not gonna how you dare you on longevity how dare you with a capital d jared all right all right all right we've, all right. we've been in this game so long that everybody's caught up to us that is the reality that's fair that's the reality they you know we had high quality recording we had a point of view, and nobody did that. Now everybody does it. Now you're just coming for us, the three of now us. Now everyone's got professional audio production and yeah. writers on staff. Yeah. Well, yeah. joke's on them. We've never written a show. Ever. Never. Ever. Or if you call what I do writing, you shouldn't, because it's barely that. Well, today uh, we've got a special show. We're talking about the three Fs. Adam, do you care to guess what those are? Frankfurters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yep. Uh, Franklin Templeton funds. Yes, but specific Maybe. funds. I won't make you guess those, but you're uh, two for two. Okay. Um, and good old uh, fashioned American football. Right. Well, you've got one actual correct today. We're talking about football, felines, and fizzy drinks. But let's start, Jared, with good old fashioned American football. Again, uh, no, I can't fade it down. So I that's that it. abrupt. Uh, yep. Normally, we do not talk about football this time of year. It's the, it's the time yeah. where three fourths of our listeners are like, yes, they're not talking about football. But there we have a few items that must be discussed that relate to both of our teams. Um, we'll start with uh, the Minnesota Vikings quickly, Jared. Old coach out, old gen- general manager out. New guys in. Certified athletic trainer Eric Sugarman out. Gone. Everybody's gone. I'll ask you, Jared, is it a good sign for this Minnesota Vikings football team, or is it just too early to tell, baby? I think it's a good sign in that um, change after years of underperforming with top-tier talent. Um, Just basically ripping out the entire guts of the organization and starting over. Not from a player um, standpoint yet. I mean, there's going to be changes, but we haven't really had any significant changes there yet. But from the coaching and from the uh, the, the the whatever you want to call the GM box, whatever that is, player personnel, uh, mm-hmm. I, there was a huge change that needed to be to be done. I think that there have been some stories that came out um, after the firings and hirings that sort of justified the big moves. It sounded like it was not all rosy, and that there were a lot of behind the scenes issues that. Uh, you know, every workplace has them, but there are stories to tell. Um, yeah. You got one player call, calling out certified athletic trainer, Eric Sugarman on Twitter. Oh, he deleted the tweet, but he said he was not a good person. So hmm. take one, that for what you will, but a change had to be made. Change was made. And hopefully that uh, they'll be able to field a good team this fall. Uh, yeah. So that's my follow up question. Uh, tell me what your gut says about this. The Vikings will be a playoff team next season. What say you? Yes or no? Mm. Got to oh, answer, Jared. It's hard for me to make a definitive choice. I think Scopey's oh, choice. I'm going to say a soft yes. Soft yes. Okay. It really I, depends on which players they manage to retain and which players they manage to add. Uh, we don't know the fate of Kirk Cousins. I think signs are pointing to him still being with the team, but 
there are there are some possible suitors out there. I just don't know who you. If he goes, who do you replace him with? Right. Nobody. I don't know. I don't want Deshaun Watson here. <laughs> He's a whole bag of trouble right there. So. We don't need him. No. Hey, Adam. have you guys heard of uh, pro NFL quarterback Teddy Bridgewater? I've heard of the guy. Maybe he'll he, come back. I mean, he'll be available. Russell Wilson, you know, is in the Broncos now. Yeah. You got a new quarterback too, Adam. I think yeah, we're going to get to that. A little bit, little bit more movement over on that Washington football team. No longer known as the Washington football team. Now, known in as- my heart, I'm never going to call him this new name. I'm going to stick with Washington football team forever. Well, so they I, was bring- gonna, I was wondering what your take was. Do you are you not a fan of Commanders? I think the- Commanders is a terrible name, but I think uh, all sports teams have dumb names, so it doesn't matter. You're not wrong. The, the Green Bay team is called the Packers, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like Commanders is not worse than Packers. The best sports in team. In 20 years will we be going will we not even think of Commanders any differently? Yeah. I think I'll probably I will not. All- Here's but but hold on. It doesn't. Commanders doesn't roll off the tongue. That's the problem. The best sports sure. team names are one or two syllables. I mean, there are exceptions, but the best sports teams are one or two syllables or have names that can be shortened to one or two syllables. What do you shorten the commanders to? Washington comes. Um, yeah. You should have gone oh, with a uh, duh. They should have gone with the Washington bot and paid for by the corporate elite. <laughs> Hyphenated, of course, but right. Uh, that's a tough one to roll off the tongue, but yeah. I mean, but it's truthful. It's apropos. Sorry, we're we're talking over Adam, and he is really the <laughs> one that's being affected by this. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a it's a dumb name. There, but all names, all of them are dumb. Yeah. In twenty years, probably won't. But I'll say, I still think Washington Wizards is a bad name. Um, yeah, that's not know. great. And that's that not was. Great. It's alliterative, but that's, that's about that's, it. Right. Yeah. Well, that's better than Commanders. It is better than. Nope. No, it's worse than Commanders. Tell Wizards, come, a Wizard is not a good mascot. They're the nerdiest uh, of all the uh, role-playing classes. Mm. <laughs> I, okay, what if they I'm had gonna... gone with the Washington Bards? <laughs> Hell yeah. Okay, that's better. So <laughs> let me ask this question to you, Adam. Tell me a NFL football team that has a worst, na- worse name than Commanders. Packers, you... is, Packers is worse than Commanders. Jared? Is Packers worse than Commanders? Take your bias out, out of it. I think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think Green, it is. I mean, Green Bay Packers is easy to say. Okay. It's easy Washington to say. Commanders is, Washington okay. is already has so many syllables to throw a three Commanders. It just, it's a it's lot. too much. It's too much, Adam. I, well, I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying Packers is worse. I'm, I'm saying, saying Commanders I'm saying, is the worst. There is no, no worse name. Houston Two Texans. Syllables. Houston Texans is terrible. It is. The Chargers is terrible. No. Like the, 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 these are all dumb names. Seahawks. The two syllables. Well, well I don't care. C- like the, it's the the yes. I agree. Commanders is too many syllables. But like <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever, it doesn't make it a worse name. Sure. It Giants. Does. Patriots. That's three syllables too. Damn. I didn't think Pats. Nobody calls them Pats. They type pads, Durs. but nobody gonna, says pads. They're going to call them the Washington Durs. The Durs. The yeah. Durs? Like, the Durs. The Durs. Like that? The Durs. Okay. Yeah, the Durs. What? Like what Anders. But then they deserve it. it but they just call them the, Did they ever call them the Manders? The Manders. Yeah. The I'm, Man- I'm Washington Manders? The Washington, Washington Manders. Manders. Yeah. Okay, that might work. Okay. It doesn't mean anything, I'll accept but sure. It. Yeah, doesn't mean Tennessee something. Tennessee Titans. It's, a, it's like the same name as, as as a bunch of these. Like, what's that? A Titan? It's a two-syllable. I, I, I think you're right. This. I think you're right. All the names are dumb. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. so if so if except for all, the Vikings, Vikings is the only pure name. <laughs> so if they're all dumb, then you have to pick the dumbest. That then. I still I, I think Packers is the dumbest NFL name. I think we could get into like I think Pelicans is a dumb name, and there's an NBA team. I think yeah. Kraken is a dumb name, and there's an NHL team named that. How, uh, what do they shorten the Pelicans to? Yeah, the Pellies. I, I don't like that either. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got what about know- the the Arizona Cardinals that are not actually originally named after a bird, but after a cardinal red? <laughs> they just decided, oh, it's a bird now. What's up with that? It's I dumb too. It. Yeah. They're all I dumb. Adam's right. They're dumb. All names are dumb. All I'm on. I'll all tell you sports what, guys, names are dumb. No, there's one that's not. Nope. It is the best team, the CFL. Uh, Rough Riders. What's their? Where are they from? Oh. The CFL Saskatchewan Rough Riders. That's a cool name. 
What about the Toronto Argonauts? Argonauts is cool too. I, I think I think we've landed on it. CFL's got the best names. Oh yeah. my lord! Argonauts is cool. I don't even know what an Argonaut is, other than Jason was with them, and yeah. that's a cool name. That is good. I don't know it's what good. a Rough Rider is, but it we sounds got, cool. Wait, hold on, we've got Winnipeg Blue Bombers. <laughs> Great name. And then you call Hamilton them the Bombers. Tiger Cats. Great fucking name. Well, they tell Calgary you what Stampeders. One hundred percent. These are all better than every NFL name. This might be the best of the bunch, though. Here, you ready for this? You ready? The Montreal Alouettes. It's beautiful. I don't even know. Kevin Quah coming through. All right. Well, we got to watch some CFL games this year. Yes. Yeah. I, I mean, they've got all we've sorts got, of weird uh, we also rules. We've got USFL coming up. Yep. Let's see how. Let's let's hold on. Just we we're going to take one more minute. We're going to look at these trash names. What do we got here? Fox Sports unveils the names. He's um, digging in. Oh. <laughs> Oh boy, we're we're very well researched oh for this boy. podcast. These are bad. Hold on. Oh let's see. If, let's see if they're any worse than the Commanders. Michigan Panthers. We've already got a Panthers in in the football in the NFL. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah, it's like what are the, what's the rules on that? Can you have a same name in a different different league? Well, so it seems they are, lazy. They're technically going to be like a minor league. Not. They're going to be like a junior level. Uh, NFL, right? They have a partnership with the NFL now, right? Okay. So, but that's not a one to one, right? The, the Carolina Panthers don't own this team because there's only eight teams or whatever. Birmingham Stallions. Is Alabama known for its horse culture? <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. New Jersey Generals. That's nope. a, oh, that's a throwback. That's a that's an old team name. I don't like that. No. It's just because it's the just j- sound. Houston Gamblers. Come on now. Now nah, that's that's Come pretty on. bad. That's pretty bad. Philadelphia Stars. We've, We've already got, got the Dallas Stars. We had right. the North Stars. They're Which hockey. is better this than is, the Stars. Bad name. New Orleans. Oh, this is the worst. New Orleans Breakers. E. The Breakers. The Big B. No. No. Pittsburgh Maulers. That's very aggressive. Pittsburgh Mahler is is that's a knockoff football team that you see in a movie because yes. they yeah. can't get the NFL license. I feel like that's a team in Tech Mobile. Yeah. <laughs> There you go. Pittsburgh Jerome, Mars, Jerome Bettis definitely plays for that team in a helmet that has no decals on it. 100%. It's just finally, a boring, nothing helmet. Finally, Tampa Bay Bandits. Oh, those are all. That's bad. the best of the bunch. There's a guy riding a horse. Alliteration. I don't know. Adam's right. Yep. Other than the CFL, yeah. all team names are dumb. I, we, I can't heard buy it here into first. this. Can't buy into this. Come on. I want to see an Alouette's jersey on you next episode. Yeah, I got to figure <laughs> out what that is, is. I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't even know. All right, boys. So listen, before we get into the show, uh, I'm going to be stealing a segment from a local sports talk show. Uh, they do a bit called Ode to a Dead Guy, where they essentially do say nice words about a famous person that died. But this time I'm going to do it to Ode to a Dead Cat. So one of the reasons why we did not do a show, we were supposed to record a couple weeks earlier, but uh, we had a personal loss in our family. Our poor uh, lover boy, dickhead cat, Turk, uh, who has been Audrey's best buddy since uh, she was three years old, uh, finally uh, lost his battle with feline, uh, of why am I blanking, diabetes. And... Uh, it was weird because it really struck me very hard on a couple, three different levels. One, just because Turk was a great fucking cat. He was a cat that, uh, if Jared knew him, I mean, he just was a he just was a unique, unique animal that uh, was oftentimes less a cat and more just like an annoying little twerp that <laughs> was. Gentle and kind, but also purely motivated for by his need and desire to eat people food. Um, And he took the (laughs) biggest stinky turds that he never would bury. Um, He would keep us up at night uh, and beg for food all the time. He was it was just he was just a unique cat in that sense. Uh, The other part that sort of struck me was how this cat we got it. We got him when Audrey was three years old. So. All of my salient memories of my daughter being in school and growing up is associated with this cat. And he he was tied to her. He She was tied to him. And so any memories that we had of Christmas or her going to school, Turk was either involved, he was around, or he was there. 
Um, so it really struck me in, in a way that was interesting because I think about Turk not being around and in a year, Audrey's going to be gone. Listen, Adam, you're going to go through all of the stuff with your kid. Um, so you better be taking notes and listening very, very carefully. But I can say that, that once Audrey got into high school, you start, I started thinking very, very deeply and seriously about how, you know, a big phase of life is going to change and we're going to be parents that uh, has have a kid that doesn't really want us around and eventually she won't be around. And, and losing Turk was just sort of another physical manifestation or repre- representation of what's coming. So it was a bummer. And then the third is just the fact that it sort of, you know, when you have pets, um, and Jared, you you don't have pets. And Adam, you have a dog, right? No. I thought, were, didn't you have a dog <laughs> over your house? You were watching a dog. You had a family dog. Your family there. dog. Yeah. But it's like you get a mini version of the cycle of life. You know, you can do it multiple times if you're a pet owner. So, you know, you you see the baby, the baby grows up, the baby dies. And and so as a family, we're sort of we've sort of been processing this grief and and sort of working our way through it. And, you know, you tie it into all of your your family memories. And he was, you know, 12, 13 years old um, and hitting at all the important benchmarks of our lives. It has been very, very difficult. And uh and, you know, Turk was one of the first two cats that Carrie and I ever had together. Um, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, any animals we had before were from her previous life and relationship. And so he was something that kind of came in together. And it uh, it just was one of those things that hit really, really hard. And especially as hard as it was for me, it was doubly hard for Audrey. Because, uh, you know, as much as we fed that cat, as much as Carrie and I gave him his medicine, as took care of him, that little asshole would always go up into her bedroom and sleep on her bed and then wake us up in the middle of the night if he wanted something. So yeah, it's been, it's been challenging, but um, you know, that pain and that sadness of losing a cat, which when I say it just sounds so fucking ridiculous, um, it fades and you start to sort of remember the good times and, and, uh, and it will be interesting having this house without one normal cat because we have two crazy ones. We've got we've got Adam, we got a cat right now that's 22 years old and she can't see and she can't hear and she doesn't know where she is half the time. And then we've got a, a second cat who is 6 years old and she'll probably live to 50 and she doesn't like it when anybody touches her and she's just a mental case. She's the most insane cat I've ever seen in my life. Turk was the only normal stabilizing cat, stable cat in the house and even he was an asshole and high maintenance. So so I don't know what the future is going to hold, but I do know we're going to miss that stupid cat. And uh, I know Jared will miss him. Turk just standing there looking at him as he's having cheese and meat trays while we're watching the Super Bowl. Those days are gone. But uh, the memory will live on forever. So I dedicate this show because I think Turk would be interested in us doing taste tests. Oh, that, sure. That's right up his alley. I'm going to dedicate it to him. And uh, he'd, he'd want to share in. He'd he'd, he'd he'd absolutely want to be a part of this, and you know, the irony would be that he if he drank that soda, it would probably kill him instantly because of his stupid, <laughs> stupid diabetic face. So I'm going to leave it with that. Turk will miss you, uh, and uh, we'll be back with more scope episode two twelve right after or three twelve. Sorry, three twelve right after this. Ah, you thought I wasn't going to stop it. I did. Ha ha. <laughs> oh, folks, it's that time where we ask you for money again. You want to support this show? Do you like what we do? Do you enjoy watching us? Do you, we're going to taste some some liquids and and for your amusement, we're going to give you our thoughts on it. That that isn't free. We had to buy these things that we're going to sample. And uh, while supporting the show directly may not help with that cause because we probably just paid for these with our own money, uh, you know. Web hosting costs money, too. So if you want to support the show, you can do that at Patreon. You've probably heard of Patreon. You've probably support other people on Patreon. So you can support us, too. Patreon.com slash The Scope Show. You can pledge as little as $1 per episode. Shane, not yet. Not yet. Don't open it yet. $1 per episode. Here's a line. I crossed it. You can cancel any time, but you won't because, oh, Adam's got the rainbow flag on. <laughs> He's supporting everyone. You can only see that on YouTube. But... Part of the reason we can do YouTube 
is because we get support from listeners like you. Patreon.com slash The Sculpt Show for more information. And now back to the show. Right after this. Now. Hey everybody, we are back. It's more Scope 312. I got it right this time. Yeah. And this is become quickly my new favorite thing to do in this show. Sampling new kinds of food. So how do you come across these things? Because you're that you seem to always have a list of new things for us to try. I I am completely unaware of the new like special edition foods that hit the market. So how do you how do you find out about this stuff? I don't really know how I find out about it. It just sort of pops up, you know, in a Twitter feed or maybe someone that I follow hmm. likes this stuff and I, I catch wind of it. I think hmm. one of the one of the products that we're talking about today, I think Carrie actually turned me onto it. So it's just all all places. And I, I gather the gather that list. I think about how that relates to our show, and then eventually we're gonna turn it into another edition of Scope Dope or Scope Nope. Yeah, we did it back during Christmas time and we're bringing it back non-seasonal edition this time it's a soda taste test mm. um so we're going to give it a, we're going to give it a shot with a pair of new soda flavors one's from the coke side of the fence the other is a pepsi product so i am i mean it's late we're going to be just it's going to be impossible to sleep by drinking all this sugary sparkly water so let's get to it right now let's start with the pepsi product i'm going to hold it up to the camera we're talking Mountain Dew Spark. Here it is. It's a pink concoction. Jared's got his can. Adam's got I his have bottle. The, uh, I have the zero sugar version of it. Right. So let me read Seems this. It's tech- a slightly different uh, design to it. But. Yeah, that's interesting. So Mountain Dew has really gotten into the game of creating new and crazy flavors. We've seen them all over the place. Not so long ago, however, the only Dew you'd ever see would be the classic neon green original and maybe a diet version of that. But now it's a whole new ball game. Current Dew flavors include, these are things you can get in the stores right now. You can get Voltage, which is bright blue. Code Red, I think that describes exactly what it is. Livewire, mm-hmm. which is orange. Mm-hmm. And then Jared's favorite, Major Melon. <laughs> it is a melon flavor. Is Major flavor. Melon not a, is it not a limited time? Is that regular, a it regular seems flavor to, now? It seems to be around, it's been around for a while. But <sighs> I don't know if it's limited or not. Uh, Mountain Dew okay. also does seasonal flavors around the holidays, including the gingerbread flavor that we tried, um, the red, white, and blue flavor for Fourth of July, and then a, like a dark purple Dew for Halloween. Adam, I have to ask you: Do you drink Mountain Dew regularly, or is are we new to the game here? Um, I mean, I'm not new to Mountain new, Dew. Not, you know, I've I'm done sorry. the Dew, but You've done uh, the Dew. No, <laughs> I, I don't. I don't drink it uh, right. regularly. Okay, so well, the first new flavor for 2022 is Mountain Dew Spark. Here's the marketing text directly from the Mountain Dew website. Make 2022 your boldest year yet with Mountain Dew Spark, our bold and exciting take on the classic raspberry lemonade flavor you love. So let's get after it. Time to taste. There, Jared's got it. Again, it's been mentioned that there is a zero sugar, zero calories version, and then a standard super sugary. Adam's Adam and I have got that correct, and Jared's doing... You can see the zero right there. So let's crack open and take a taste and let everyone know what they think. I'll point out this is there's no orange juice, so this is one of the not Mountain Dewy Mountain Dews. Right. And it's a bright pink. It looks like at first glance, it looks like lemonade, does it not? Yeah, did you say what, what this says over here? The raspberry yeah, raspberry lemonade. So do with a blast of raspberry lemonade yep. and other natural flavors. All right. So let's give it a hold, shot. Hold for ASMR. It smells good. Ooh. I'm just gonna start off by saying it smells. It smells like, it's like a laser lemonade. blast. All right, a little splashy. Also, you didn't mention that we're drinking Mountain Dew and, and Coke at 9:24 at night. Well, I, so. I did say we're this is late and we're going to be hopped up. I wasn't listening. Right, mine at least has no sugar. All right, here we go. It's only 290 calories for our bottle, Adam. Drink down. Mine's 240. I, I have a skinny. I have a 500 oh. milliliter. Gotcha. Oh. Um, so let's talk about this. Uh, I think that it's raspberry forward, right? My, hand, my hand's wet. Yes. I'm going to. 
Yeah. I think it tastes good. I don't think it tastes anything like Mountain Dew. No, it just tastes like a sugary soda with maybe a little bit of zing. There's a zing to it that maybe that's maybe that's like the lemon no flavor. zing to it. I feel like I feel like you could chug this almost. Like I'm not. Yeah. It's definitely. It feels a little bit less carbonated than a, mm-hmm. now. Mountain Dew is generally not as carbonated, or at least doesn't feel as carbonated as other sodas, in my opinion. So I guess I'm not too surprised by that. But right. it definitely there is a chugability factor here for yeah. sure. I mean, it, if that is it, your thing, it definitely has the flavor of an artificial raspberry lemonade flavor. I mean, like if you needed to take this down between respawns, you could do that. <laughs> You can do saying. the do very, very quickly. Uh, Just yeah. crack down the hatch. Oh, back in the yep. game. Ready to go. I just don't know why I would drink this instead of raspberry lemonade. If right. I wanted raspberry lemonade. I mean, it, or this is, you've got a carbonated, you know, sure. connection here that, you know, gives you that soda flavor. Yeah. Spark. And so it's, it's interesting Spark. because I don't, I rarely drink Mountain Dew. It is, I've never liked it. It's never been my thing. So the fact that this is different enough is interesting. I mean, I would say that with the limited amount of soda that I drink, I would not seek this out. But I'm not insulted by it either. I think I I like it better than the gingerbread flavor that we tried last year. But now I'm a I'm a Mountain Dew fan. You're a from life. I used to drink the the fully leaded stuff, but mm-hmm. I've since transitioned 100 percent to. And this is interesting: the Diet Mountain Dew. I've given the zero sugar Mountain Dew a fair chance, but I think I like the flavor of the Diet Mountain Dew better. It doesn't taste like Mountain Dew, but it's like Diet Coke. They taste different from Coke. I don't know. Right. Uh, it's just I've, a different I've, thing. I've never found the the zero sugar version to be as good as the Diet Mountain Dew for my own personal palate. So this is this is definitely giving me the uh, a more of a a sugar-like taste like mm-hmm. the, the 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 zero sugar mountain duke does so that's tricky i mean there isn't a diet version for me to sample I, there's sure, only sure. the zero sugar so I, I i i take what they give me um i'm liking this quite a bit i am i am not upset that i bought the entire 12 pack rather than just a single serving bottle so um, what you're I will saying enjoy, is i will, will be enjoying this. this for the next week and a half not this can the rest of the 12 pack um and I will not have to order any Diet Mountain Dew with my grocery order this coming weekend. So. Wow. Jared's on board. I'm stocked up. This is, this is, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. I'm enjoying the raspberry uh, lemonade flavor of it. It tastes good to me. Wow. Tastes good. Adam? Yeah. You've done the Dew yeah. in the past. <laughs> uh-huh. um, where does this stack up with that? Um, you know, I've, I don't even remember the last time I had normal mountain dew like non-diet or yeah whatever it's uh its version is now um though our soda machines at work would occasionally like oh all of them are out except for um i feel like mountain dew normal mountain dew is was pretty regularly available um so i'm sure i had it to me my feeling on regular mountain dew is like heavily very syrupy Mm -hmm. i don't know if that's true but that's that's how i remember it and this is not that. This is light by by soda standard. Interesting. Um, and I got to tell you, my my favorite. I don't drink almost at all anymore. Um, but when I do, I like vanilla vodka. And okay. I'm thinking vanilla vodka. Not Russian produced vanilla vanilla vodka, no. though, right? No. Oh, of course not. Only, only uh, not a communist. Ukrainian only. Um, Good. Of course. I'm thinking vanilla vodka with this. It's going to taste pretty good. He's got a mixer in mind. Pretty good. I'm not All sure right. how vanilla would pair with these oh, fruit flavors, but it's good. Is it? um, oh. My favorite, well, maybe the sloppiest I've ever gotten, um, was was uh, vanilla vodka and uh, Sierra Mist for a whole night. And that was great. Yeah. Okay. So I'm uh, I'm going to do that tomorrow. I'll I'll have uh, some some time to uh, to. To try it out, and I'll report back. All right, but, we uh, love that. And I just wanted to—I looked it up. Uh, same uh, caffeine um, ratio as uh, uh, standard Mountain Standard Dew. Okay. Excellent. I cannot wait to be. Oh, oh, so ooh, it's sixty-six milligrams. Ooh. Yeah, I'm gonna it's, be up. It sounds like Jared and Adam are scope dopes. 
I think we yeah. scoped dopes. Scope dopes. And I'm a I will give it a weak scope dope. It's not my favorite, but definitely better than the standard Mountain Dew and better than gingerbread Mountain Dew, which is a very no, weird I did not. That was a weird Angela experience. liked the gingerbread Mountain yeah. Dew more than I did. Um it was strange. I mean, I appreciate that they did it. Yeah. But it's it's so off of the you know, off of the beaten path. That I will I say give, that I give them credit. That open bottle stayed in our fridge for a good month before it was discarded. No, she didn't like it neither that one much. Of us, neither one of us had any interest in finishing it. So. Yeah. It was a good curiosity. This, on the other hand, is something that they could add to the line. That's so the stuff. Let's, let's do a palate cleanser. I've got a cracker. I'm going to eat that. Um, I will chew on this lens cap to my camera. I have one of these garlic breadsticks. Perfect. It's a cracker. Perfect. I have no consumables down here. Shane, act, act like you've been here, Jared. We came, we came prepared, man. This is great. Sorry, I was literally like down with the wire trying to get down here. If I spray yep. my mouth out with some electronic duster, was that <laughs> is that advisable? I would love to see it. I don't think so. I don't think that's going to happen. All right, little water. I feel like the palate is clean. Let's get on to soda number two. As I mm. tease, it is a Coke, a cola product. Uh, I'm going to read the text that I wrote. I sound like purred happily. I will now read the text that I just wrote. <laughs> it is rare when you get a new flavor of Coca-Cola. We've seen some seasonal flavors, devi- but while we've seen some seasonal flavors, deviation from the main line is few and far between. The last edition has to be the not-so-great Orange Coke. You remember that? It wasn't great. It was Orange Coke. What's my favorite? Good. Well, the Coca-Cola company is trying to change all that with their new soda initiative called Coca-Cola Creations, a platform that is supposed to have a series of new innovations and expressions. The plan is to release a series of different limited soda flavors throughout the year. First up is something called Coca-Cola Starlight. It's a space-inspired Coca-Cola product that is supposed to recreate the taste and feel of space, whatever that is. (laughs) The soda itself has a red tint, and rumors are that it has an aftertaste of a campfire s'more. I've also heard that some people say that it has a little taste of cotton candy. I guess, like, the idea is if it's space, like, you might be looking up at the stars, drinking your Coca-Cola next to a campfire. I don't know what it means, but I know it's red. So let's try this intriguing new flavor and see if it lives up to the marketing hype. I think we've all found it. Jared, once again, looks like he has the zero can. It's a baby I got the, can. I got the zero sugar. It's the little tiny ones because Coke likes to do this, like little cans. I've got the, Just the little taste. 20 fluid ounces of Starlight. You can tell it's got like a fantastic the, uh, gradation label. Yeah, the, the graphic design, they've really gone a different route with the zero sugar version. Interesting. Yeah, it's really strange. So... Hey, Shane, you're doing a lot of work for them. I like that. Um, But it says space flavored. So you're like camp, uh, campfire, blah, blah, blah. But it says right there, space flavored. I know, but I'm just telling you that when I I was reading reviews, they were talking about space. I know. I'm just saying you're doing a lot of work to to help them out. Well, I mean, it's very strange. I mean, let's be honest there. So let's crack this thing open and see if we get space in our mouth. Smell. Okay, let's give it a I, smell. I read the um, the description, the copy on Coke's website, and mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm interested if, if either of you guys notice uh, one more adjective that, that, that they say that yeah. you didn't mention in your reading. So I'm smelling it, and it does not smell like cola. I think it smells like vanilla Coke. Like, yeah, yeah I'm ma- getting maybe little, that's it. Maybe I'm it's getting a, a cola. I'm a little, a little vanilla yeah, off of it. Like a vanilla something. Maybe a cream, a cream soda-ish. Yeah. Cream mm-hmm. soda, but less less cola flavored to me. Yeah, I could. I, I definitely get a little bit of a marshmallow vibe. Yeah, off and it. A definitely marshmallow. I catch a little bit of that, like that artificial marshmallow flavor scent, rather. Okay, hmm. let's take a sip. Hmm. Hmm. Okay, I I I, I get the s'more. Thing. A little it's, bit. It's Maybe. not s'more, but like there's something. No, it's like I can't place it any better right. than that. It is for me. It's a flavor that I've never really had before, mm-hmm. but it's also like not very 
it's hard to describe it because I feel like it's sort of a null flavor. Like it's just sort of sweet. Yeah. And a, there's a smoothness to it maybe, but I don't really connect it to anything. So I'll say I really dislike um, normal uh, Coke Classic. Mm. Um, that feels heavy to me. And just like the, the Mountain Dew, there's a there, – yeah, there's a, a smoothness to this that I wasn't expecting. I like it more than uh, Coke Classic, but that's – again, I don't like Coke Classic. <sighs> I agree that it doesn't – I don't – it's not some, like something I've really ever tasted before. So yeah. I guess that's why it's space-flavored because yeah. none of us have been to outer space. It just doesn't – I will say that my all-time favorite soda is Cherry Coke. Like that, like that would be the, if I had one last drink in my life, that's what I would drink. And everything else has a high bar that has to, you know, any Coke thing has a high bar for me to deviate from that. And this certainly does not, this does not challenge me, challenge that cherry Coke throne position at all. Mine is, or was diet vanilla Coke, but they don't make it anymore. Um, Mm. And then sometimes I see vanilla Coke zero, but you know, like all the zeros, it tastes different. Um, and it doesn't taste like that. This, this is yeah, no, that, not. It's just yeah, it's just different. Okay, so yeah, sorry, Jared, you, you haven't. I was gonna say so one of my one of my favorite things to get at that at that you know that the machine where you get the million flavors, whatever it's called, the the mixers thing, whatever, is like a cherry vanilla Coke. Uh-huh. This is in that ballpark for me. Yeah, it's not very cherry forward though. The cherry is very much pulled back if it's there at all. Um, there's a little bit of vanilla. I don't think I would have gotten s'mores off of it if that had not been part of your description of it. Okay. Uh, I don't know that I would have landed there without the cue. But with the cue, I'm definitely getting a little bit of a little bit of marshmallow, a little bit of graham cracker. Um, not really any chocolate, other than the fact that it's a cola, so you're going to kind of have some of those darker flavors anyway. Hints of that. I'm not. I'm not. Look, I don't feel like. The bill is that is space flavored, and I'm not yeah. getting outer space from this. Right. So here's, I don't here's feel the one. that. I'm not mad at the flavor, but I'm not. I don't think it lives up to its billing. So I'll Coke, say that. Coke says, experience a subtle cooling sensation as you enjoy the reddish starlight beverage. Yeah. Do you, do you get a cooling sensation at all from it? No, I, I mean, mean, I mean, it's, it's a cold. It's beverage. a cold drink. Yeah, Any, I mean, right. anything does that though. Yeah, well, if you I have, was thinking if like, like a, along the lines of like a menthol cigarette. Um, right, like a menthol, but there's definitely none of that. Yeah, uh, there's no, there's. I don't get any mint or any sort of like actually, artificial, artificially cooling. I'm getting a little bit of a mint. Oh, Just well, a maybe, <laughs> maybe that's in zero, but not on this. So I'll say, it feels like, it it feels different on my tongue than yeah. Coke does and like maybe that's the yeah the this extra cooling sensation uh, i may maybe there's some mint in there i don't know I, to me it doesn't <laughs> taste like mint but uh let's, let's yeah, look at the, the ingredient list here guys someone says teddy grams and cola another person says caramel plum and that feeling you get when you inhale really cold air <laughs> yeah th- these have to be coke marketing people Tastes like Coke, but has an aftertaste of cereal milk. Mm. I mean, that's one, red, one redditor says it tastes like floor. <laughs> well, I'm just going to say this. I think that mop your floor, maybe. I don't know. I think this is way too much marketing lingo, and the final product of this is sort of eh. So I'm going with the scope. Nope on this. I would not. This would not replace any soda purchase I would ever make. I'm going to agree with you for a couple of reasons. One, it's not it would if it were regularly available, this would not make my my rotation. This I would get. If this sticks around, I will get more of this. This I've got whatever it is, eight cans of the little stuff. Drink up. I will drink those and there will be no more in my life. Um I don't think I think they've succeeded in creating a moment for people to discuss and talk about their product. But I think if you're trying to say that this is the flavor of space, it is not the flavor of space in my mind. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I need a little more zing, a little more pop for there to be uh, space in my mouth. Yeah. Oh, I think it is, that's, a, it is that, a scope. Nope. 
that's the problem is that they the marketing language talking about space and naming it that when you know what is that what is space even supposed to be right i mean it's like this nebulous thing literally a nebulous thing and you're trying to say a soda needs to taste like that i it's all marketing and not enough substance the one thing i will say is i am excited that coke is going to be doing spotlight products over the year so we will have other coke flavors that could be kind of interesting what do you say, Adam? Um, I say if we had had this one first, I would have a harder decision. Mm. Uh, I know we're not. I know it's not one or the other, but like, right. I don't dislike it, but okay. I don't love it either. Um, I think if they wanted to make it like space, they should have made it like Pop Rocks, kind of like yeah, in your mouth, a little um, more sparkle to it. Yeah, um, it lingers on. I will say this: I tried. I just tried this after drinking it. The, the starlight lingers on the palate longer. Just FYI. So if you got some of this around, definitely give that a spray. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 this feels like something that I would never drink again. There we go. So I think this is a scope. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, Coke. But like I said, more new flavors coming and you can be very, very confident that we will review them as they hit us. So pretty exciting. So there you go. Split decision on Scope Dope or Scope Nope. Um, thanks wait, for participating. Wait. Oh, wait. Oh, hey, hey. We did this all wrong. I'm looking at yeah. the website right now. Stop the press. Oh, there's, there a a bullet, there's a bulleted list. Okay. Mm. Number the third bullet down. Serve ice cold for maximum mm. refreshment and to feel like you're among the stars. We did, It wasn't cold enough. Oh. Maybe that's it. It had mine has been sitting here for an hour. It was cold, but not ice cold. We ruined Definitely it. Definitely not ice cold. We ruined it. We failed. Oh well, I'm gonna have to do it Sorry, again. Sorry, Coke. Cancel the episode. We'll come back in a week's time and we'll rekindle our taste. Yeah. Well let's or uh not. let's go to our shame corners while we take this break and we'll be back with uh a better attitude, a smarter, a faster scope right after this. You're listening, you're listening, you're listening to The Scope. Under the the Scope. Hey everybody, we are back with Under the Scope and coming soon. Mm, Hold on, I'm over here. Uh, Yeah. Okay, first off. Lay it on us, buddy. Movies. I don't know what happened last week. There were like 80 movies. Uh, none of them were like big, but it's like Netflix had a movie. And um, this week we've got The Lost City, uh, which is Sandra Bullock, um, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe movie. Um, and the poster has like an explosion. The premise. Yes. Is uh, oh a raw a, a uh, sorry. A romance adventure novelist. Um, she goes to promote her book with like the cover guy, Channing Tatum, mm-hmm. and then they get involved in a whole kidnapping. They get involved in a whole romance adventure. Is it shenanigans? Would that be a fair statement? Um, I'm looking at who is in the movie. Brad Pitt's in it, so shenanigans oh. are possible, I suppose. Okay, Ooh. yeah. He, he pretty much is the benchmark for shenanigans, <laughs> shenan- yeah. shenanigan-level movie making. Um, and then okay. there's a movie that I am excited about. Uh, it's okay. called Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, and it's this movie with Michelle Yeoh. Uh, and she gets superpowers. She gets uh, the ability to like go th- uh, travel to other dimensions. Ooh. But she's just, um, she's just like uh, an office-working lady. Uh, it's an interdimensional action film, is the way that uh, uh, the Dan's uh, Daniel Kwan and uh, Daniel, one other Daniel, um, <laughs> were pitching at the directors. Um, you should watch the trailer for it. It's it looks cool. Okay. Um, so that comes out in movie theaters, I think. Uh, Sometimes it's hard to tell, isn't it? Yeah, theatrically release on March twenty fifth. Okay, yeah. So that's really it. Uh, we're not going to wow. be here um, for this next one, but uh, Moonshot comes out in a couple of weeks. Okay. It's the HBO Max movie. Um, 
but I forget what it's about. Colonizing Mars. Something like that. Okay. All right. Um, music. We have an album from uh, Fife Dog of Tribe Called Quest. Um, Crystal Method. So the nineties, they're still around. Wow, Crystal Method. New, new music. Well, it's I, <laughs> this okay. album's called The Trip Out. Mm. It doesn't sound like a best of necessarily. Um, yeah, new album by the Crystal Method. Um, let's see, Destroyer. Yes. Destroyer has an album coming out. Uh, if you like um, the new pornographers or Dan Bearhart, uh, that's, that's Dan Bearhart's uh, solo. Right. Solo guy, uh, Machine Gun Kelly. You know he's oh, always well, in the news. Now you're speaking your stuff. language. M- MGK. Uh huh. Um, that's that's all I recognize. Okay. Oh, there you go. And video games. You think anything is coming out here? I don't know. Ghostwire so. Tokyo, which is a, a PS5 exclusive. Well, then um, you're gonna buy it. No. Um, but that's coming out. This is maybe the last Bethesda game that will ever come out on a, a place, a, a non-Microsoft uh, console. Mm-hmm. Um, the console uh, wars oh, are they're heating Kirby. up, aren't they? Kirby comes out this week. Oh. Did you guys see that uh, when Kirby ate that that NASCAR? N- no, that was what? a thing. That was a whole. There was a whole viral meme. Kirby is eating everything. Okay. Um, I'm, all of my social media is now pointed exclusively at out- outlets that are supplying me with the new uh, seasonal food releases. Ah, <laughs> I don't. I don't see Kirby memes anymore. Sorry. <laughs> well, sorry to hear. I want to be like and, Shane. I want to know when the next right. uh, the next Kit Kat is coming out. Um, we probably won't. I'm just going to guess. Uh, be back by April 5th, and so I'm just going to let you know. Uh, release of the year: mm-hmm. Lego Star Wars: Colon the Skywalker Saga. Mm-hmm. Are you going to mm-hmm. buy that? Mm-hmm. No, but um, what I am doing is anytime those games are like on a really deep discount, which they go on, mm-hmm. um, I'm buying them because I'm like, these will be good games to play with Will someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Assuming the PS5, you know, lasts for like whatever, six, seven more years. I'll be like right in that wheelhouse. So I'm, I'm getting them ready. All right. It's not well, like the, the PS5 will disintegrate into dust in five years. It'll it does. Still when exist. the new one comes out, it actually just starts to slowly melt. Hmm. It's like when a new iPhone comes out and your old yeah, one starts getting yeah. slower. They, there's a guy in, in Sony HQ and he just pushes a button and then it just sends out a signal that just destroys all old systems. Mm-hmm. By the way, my uh, my phone is a year old and I feel like the battery's starting to go on it already, so I'm very disappointed about that. Not an iPhone. It's it's another phone, but just thought I'd throw that in there. It's the ch- it's the chance you take, Jared. Chance you take. Well, Adam, thank you. Uh-huh. Very much for your hard work and your dedication to educating. I'm wired. Let's do one more show, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. I mean, we just we could do like rip out like ten shows. It will be done for the year. I'm drinking all the soda. I gotta go pee. <laughs> Yikes! Well, let's wrap it up, Jared, so you can hit the head. Under, 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 under the scope. Okay, yeah, baby. Woo! Look at him. He's high fired up. And Mountain Dew sparking. Tasting outer space. Ah, folks, you got any foods you want us to try? Because we're honestly scraping the bottom of the barrel here for show ideas. So, uh, wow. Give- <laughs> that's, a, that's an indictment on me. I totally just, on I'm me. just having fun. We're just, we're, we're just wow. chilling on a Thursday night. You're hearing this on a Monday, maybe. I don't know when you listen to the show. Yeah. Let us know when you listen to it. Comments people, on the people don't want it on, Jared, people don't want it released on a Monday. They want they it want released it. on a Friday or a Saturday. It's not as if it's only out for a day. This isn't like one of those uh, 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 Phantom Entertainment things or whatever, the one night only at the movie theater events. Right. It's out there in the world forever. Yeah. Right? When you, wanna, you don't have to... When you want to see that special screening of yeah. Anchorman 2, right. one night only. Yeah. But we don't do it that Q&A way. Q&A with Woody Harrelson. $25 a seat. The Woodman is worth it. He's worth it. Yeah. It's not, it's not like that. We put these out there, and you can listen to it whenever. You can watch it whenever. I, you know, it's appointment television. I get it. It's must see TV. Appointment television. It's still there. It's it's. We're in the streaming age, folks. On demand entertainment. Yeah. Most of the time, you got to pay for it. You don't got to pay for this, but you no. can pay for it if you want to. Patreon.com/slash/the-scope-show. 
talked about that earlier. You can pay for it if you want to, if you like to have more of this coming in. Ah, anyway, we tested some sodas. Uh, one was a dope, one was a nope. If you've tried them, let us know. Comments at thescopeshow.com. You can call or text, as we talked about in the last episode. You can text the voicemail line, 612-21-SCOPE. That is 612-217-2673. I'm interested for someone to try out the texting feature because... That's the that's just the age we live in now. Nobody wants to talk on their device. They just tap away, tap away. By the way, is you are you guys a double thumb on your phone? Are you double thumbs? Are you me? Are you like a thumb and an index? Just curious. I'm a double thumb. You're a double thumb. You just you just cram it in there. You're like, and then I mistype every third letter. I'm for whatever reason I'm I'm left hand index, right hand thumb. It works for me. Anyway, let me know how you type on your phone. 612-217-2673. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Those links are at our website, thescopeshow.com. And you will also find a link to our YouTube channel where you can watch us taste sodas. Mm-hmm. You can see the can float around the screen as if it's some sort of like DVD screensaver. YouTube.com slash thescopeshow. I think that works. I don't know. Otherwise, that link's at thescopeshow.com. Don't do that. Just floating around. Tasting space, floating in space. It's the best thing ever. Uh, as I said, if you'd like to support the show, you can hit the Patreon, patreon.com slash the scope show for more information. Or if you're shopping at Amazon, the scope show.com slash Amazon. You can click on that link and uh, and magic happens. You go to Amazon, you buy a thing. That's all you need to know. Back to you, Shane. Beautiful. Fantastic. Way to wrap things up, Jared. Adam, it's a late night. We're hopped up on soda. I hope you can sleep. We're not the young whippersnappers we used to be. But we I don't have a whip sound. I don't have a whip sound. I should have you a don't. whip sound. You should have a whip sound. I should. <laughs> but I can find a whip sound. That's all I got. Now I feel like I have to find a whip sound. Whoopah! Little Chandler, little Chandler Bong. Whoopah! How did he say it on Friends? He said whoopah. Yeah, in a very specific way of saying it. Nah, I've only got a ham horn. Anyway, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> for Jared and Adam, I am Shane. Thanks for listening. We'll be back soon with more of your favorite podcasts. Till then, bye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, we find ourselves once again at the end. I hope you've enjoyed our time together. I know I have. Fear not, Scope Faithful. Days shall pass as if they were but a moment. And Jared, Adam, and Shane will return with another thrilling episode. Until then... Send your comments to comments at thescopeshow.com or leave a voicemail message by dialing 612-21-SCOPE. That's 612-217-2673. Thanks for listening, faithful fans. This is Tony Partington saying, Auf Wiedersehen. Tune in next time to another terrific edition of The Scope. Scope.